0: Radio Sport Mornings presents the Top 15 Sporting Moments of 2019. Number 12. The 2019 Ashes was one of the most anticipated cricket series in recent memory. Steve Smith and David Warner were making their return to Test cricket following their ban for their part in the ball tampering scandal. And England were fresh off their win at the Cricket World Cup. Australia were defending the urn and looking to become the first Aussie side to win an Ashes series on English soil since 2001. These would also be the first matches in the ICC's new Test Championship competition. In the first Test at Edgbaston, England's all-time leading Test wicket-taker Jimmy Anderson bowled just four overs before he was forced off the field with injury. It was to be his only involvement in the entire series, which proved to be pivotal. Even in his absence, though, Australia slumped to 122 for eight in the face of excellent bowling from Stuart Broad before Steve Smith showed us what was to come, scoring 144 to help Australia through to 284. Broad bowls and he swings his bowl. He's racing off the field. And uh, he'll get off the field before those that want to give him a that can do so. You can hear some booing which is really unfair. This has been one of the finest test innings you've ever seen. And he should get the applause from everyone in the ground. He doesn't deserve to have any booing after that. Australia out for 284. Smith out for 144. What an innings we've seen today. It had been quite some return to test cricket for Steve Smith. Obviously, it's been a a while since I've... Been able to put on the whites and the baggy green for Australia and um, I'm just really proud of the way I was able to stand up today. England responded with 374, including a maiden test century for Rory Burns. Cameron Bancroft and David Warner fell cheaply for the second time in the test and by the time the 90 run deficit was knocked off, Australia were three down in their second innings. But Smith was again to the fore, this time stroking a masterful 142. I've never doubted my ability. Um, It's kind of a a dream comeback in a way. Um, To be able to score 200s in a match, in in the first Ashes Test match, um, it's something I've never done in any form of cricket before in my life. So uh, it's, it's incredibly special and... Uh, special to be able to, I guess, put us in the position that we're in now, uh, going into day five. With Matthew Wade also hitting a century, Australia declared at 487 for seven, leaving England 398 to win in just over a day. They got nowhere near it, collapsing to 146 all-out. Nathan Lyon picking up his best figures against England, six for 49, to bowl Australia to a crushing win. Oh, in the air, yep, yeah, gone. Well, Steve Smith second slip, and Fortress Edgbaston has been breached by the Australians of 2019. Their first win here since 2001, and what a comeback. 122 for eight in their first innings, and they win by 251. Game two at Lords saw the test debut of fast bowling sensation Jofra Archer, who played a massive role in England's World Cup win just a month earlier. The first day was washed out and England made just 258 after being sent in, but then ripped through the Aussie top order, leaving them 80 for four at the end of day three. Steve Smith inevitably came to the rescue, reaching 80 before he was struck on the neck by a bouncer from Archer and forced to retire hurt. He later came back out but was soon dismissed for 92 as Australia folded for 250. Ben Stokes scored a superb unbeaten 115 as England declared for 258 for 5 in their second innings, leaving Australia 267 to win. The final day was affected by rain again and as the players came back onto the field, there was confirmation that Steve Smith wouldn't feature again in the match. He was replaced by Manus Labuschagne, who became the first concussion substitute in the history of Test Cricket. He'd score a crucial and dogged 59, and despite three wickets each for Archer and Jack Leach, the Aussies survived the day and drew the game. David Warner's lean Ashes continued with a fourth successive single-figure score. Steve Smith was ruled out of the third test after undergoing concussion testing and therefore missed an Ashes classic at Headingley. Without their master batsman, the Aussies folded for 179, with Archer taking six for 45, But that total was made to look quite impressive by a woeful English first innings, dismissed for just 67 in the 28th over, with Josh Hazelwood taking 5 for 30. It was England's lowest total against Australia since 1948. The Aussies fared better in their second innings, but were still bowled out for 246, with Labashain making 80. That left England needing to complete their highest ever run chase in test matches, 359, if they were to win the game, and square the series. Ben Stokes and Johnny Bairstow came together at 159 for four, and took England to 245 for four, needing 114 more runs to win. But after lunch on day four, England lost a string of quick wickets. Okay. Gone now, this combination has worked. Lyon and Hazelwood. Hazelwood has got his man. on retaining the Ashes. Bairstow, Butler, Wokes, Archer and Broad all fell as England lost 5 for 41. They were 9 down and still needed 73 to win, while Australia required just one more wicket to retain the Ashes with two tests to spare. Number 11, Jack Leach strode out to the crease to join Stokes, wearing what would become an iconic set of spectacles. Stokes would take the brunt of the Australian attack, never allowing Leach to face more than the final couple of balls of each over. Stokes hit Lyon for consecutive sixes, then hit Cummins for another one, then this. Stokes then hit two more sixes off Hazelwood and moved England to 3.38 for nine, 21 needed, On 116, he sent a top edge off Pat Cummins towards third man where Marcus Harris got his hands to the ball but couldn't hold the catch. Australia then wasted a review which would come back to haunt them. Pat Cummins wrapped Leach on the pad, it was given not out and the DRS confirmed the ball had pitched well outside leg stump. Stokes hit another six off line and England now needed just two runs to win. Two balls later, Leach should have been out. Leach was stranded going for a non existent single, but Lyon fumbled at the non striker's end as he tried to gather the throw from backward point. Off the very next ball, Stokes should have been out LBW. Yeah. Well, now, now everyone looks. They needed the review. They needed that review. Umpire Joel Wilson gave it not out, and Australia had no reviews left. The ball was pitching on middle and leg and shown by Hawkeye to be hitting the stumps. That was the final ball of that over, so Stokes was unable to rotate the strike, and Leach had to face a fresh over from Pat Cummins. Yes, he's a call. Scores are level. A single for Leach from the third ball of the over to leave England needing just one run to win. Of one cricketer, and that cricketer is Benjamin Stokes. Stokes finished unbeaten on 135. It was a quite astonishing innings 11 fours and eight sixes, and he and Leach had added 76 together, of which Leach had contributed just a solitary run. Only once in the history of Test cricket had a last wicket pair scored more runs to secure victory. But to be honest, when, when Leachie came in, I didn't really start getting nervous until we needed single figures. I didn't really know what to do then. Um, but before that, it was, it was pretty obvious and you know, those are the most crucial balls I think Jack Leach ever going to face in his Test career. And, you know, credit to him as well to be able to be out there and do that in such a high pressure situation. It was a remarkable finish to a gripping Test match and the series was tied up at 1-all with two to play. The fourth Test at Old Trafford saw the return of Steve Smith and his notable absence from the third Test was seen in vivid colour. Coming in at 28-for-2 after seven overs on the first morning, he spent eight and a half hours at the crease. Well, the misfield means that Steve Smith will take the one. This man is incredible. He loves making runs. He loves making them against anyone, but in particular, England in the ashes. Gets it away this time. Steve Smith continues to dominate this series. A world-class player, batting in a world of his own. Smith made 211 in Australia's first innings of 487 for nine declared. England responded with 301 before Smith was in the runs again, this time making 82, as the Aussies declared at 186 for six in their second innings. Needing 383 to win, England lost two cheap wickets late on day four and faced a day of resilience and resistance as they looked to draw the test and keep the series alive. They lost two wickets in each of the first two sessions and went to tee at 166 for six. But Butler and Archer were both out early in the final session, leaving England eight down and on the brink of Ash's defeat for the second time in two tests. Jack Leach, promoted to number 10 after his headingly heroics, joined Craig Overton, and the pair saw off the new ball and dug in for a ninth-wicket stand that chewed up the best part of 15 overs. Desperate for a breakthrough, Aussie captain Tim Payne tossed the ball to the part-time leg spinner, Manus Labushane. Bounce, yes! gone. captaincy. What a change. Labashain with the all series. It's Labushane with the ball. Jack Leach caught by Matthew Wade for a valiant 12 off 51 balls. Ten balls later... It was all over. Ah! Oh, big shot, big shot. What's he doing? Yeah! Go! Yeah! Impact in line, wickets hitting. Magnificent game of cricket here at Old Trafford. Marvellous scenes. Australia retain the ashes. England all out 197. Australia had retained the ashes on English soil for the first time since 2001 with a test to spare. Yeah, look, this team's been through a lot obviously in the last 12 to 18 months and some individuals more than others but um, I think um, the character we've shown to, to bounce back as a group from where we've come from and, and even from Headingley last week I think um, shows a lot about the quality of people and, and crickets we've got on our side. The fifth and final test was at the Oval and with the Ashes safely retained, Australia were now seeking a series win while England's best outcome was a squared series. Sent in, England were bowled out for 294 with Mitchell Marsh producing a career-best 5 for 46. Australia could only make 225 in reply with Steve Smith inevitably top-scoring with 80 and Archer capturing his second six-wicket bag of the series. England dug in on day three and the early part of day four to post 329, leaving Australia an unlikely 399 to win. With half a mind on a return home, Australia were bowled out with a day to spare for 263 to lose by 135 runs. Disappointing um, in Manchester for us to know that we we couldn't get the Ashes back, but, um, you know, we turned up here this week knowing that we still had, um, you know, a huge amount of pride and and obviously the Test Championship to play for. And, um, you know, we managed to to draw the series, which was our goal at the end of this game. It was the first drawn Ashes series since 1972. It mattered not because while a tie might win you a 50-over World Cup final, a tied Test series wasn't enough for England to win back the Ashes. It had been a gripping series, though. Ben Stokes' heroics at Headingley will live long in the memory, while Joffre Archer emerged as a test-match fast-bowling force. For Australia, Cummins, Hazelwood and Lyon combined for 69 wickets, but Steve Smith was the undoubted man of the series. On his return after a 17-month sandpaper ban, Steve Smith only failed to pass 50 once in seven innings eventually scoring 774 runs at an average of 110, showing just why he is one of the greatest batsmen of the modern era and playing the key role in his nation retaining the famous urn. The 2019 Ashes, a classic of the genre, our 12th biggest story of the year on Radio Sport. Radio Sport Mornings presents the Top 15 Sporting Moments of 2019.